again. It's lifeless, pathetic, embarrassing hockey at Madison Square Garden for the New York Rangers. They lose to the Chicago Blackhawks by a score of 5-2. to two. And it's just not getting any better. And is this rock bottom? Maybe. But whenever you think it is, it just gets worse. This was a Chicago Blackhawks team that was on an eight-game losing streak coming into this game. You get right against the Rangers. doesn't matter who you are. You get right. So the St. Louis next game, St. Louis Blues, they've been struggling lately. They'll be just fine. The Rangers are the recipe to success. You play them, and any struggles that you had before that go away. This team has got major problems, and they're horrendous at home. They are... Four, six, and four at home. So really, four, they have four wins and ten losses at home. And their home losses are against bottom-of-the-barrel teams. I mean, the, the Chicago Blackhawks team has been, like, I unequivocally, they were the second-worst team in the league to the Anaheim Ducks, who, oh, by the way, we lost to them as well. So, you know, if I'm a Gerard Gallant, I cannot be feeling too comfortable about my job security. I, I just, I can't. And it's it's not as if it all... The fault lays solely on him, but he's part of the problem. There's no accountability for the top players on this team. He will ride them full level no matter how poorly they play. That first power play unit, like, I understand that they have a good track record. And I understand that you might want to go back to them at some point, but you got to break that up. You, you, You have to either give them less ice time on the power play or just mix it up. Gallant, like there's a stubbornness to him. And if I'm if I'm a depth player on this team, I don't even feel like I'm a part of the team. I don't feel like I'm contributing I'm contributing anything. Yet you have certain players out there who are continuing to give you, you know, middling at best hockey. And, you know, tonight was look, Jacob Truba also, he's been bad. He continues to play poorly, but I'll give him credit that he was one of the few players that showed some life tonight. Got into a couple of fights, threw his helmet at the end of the second period after he left the ice, uh, you know, kind of directed at his teammates saying like, you know, let's wake the fuck up. What do they do? After they had a promising end of the second period, they absolutely suck in the third period and don't do anything. It's just, it shows, it just tells you a lot. And the Troopers postgame comments were pretty scathing. Uh, same with, uh, you know, Steve, Steve Valaquette. Give him credit. He didn't hold back anything either. Uh, it's it's at a point now where don't be surprised by anything. I'm not really expecting any changes in the near, near future. But if you had told me a few weeks ago, oh, like, like, I think we're at the point now where you can't, if you wake up tomorrow and Gerard Galland is fired, you can't be stunned by that now. Whereas if, if you had told me that a few weeks ago, yes, I would have been genuinely pretty shocked by it. But we, it, things have changed so much that I, I don't think it's going to happen yet. But a few more of these, and I, I think he's gone. I, I really think a few more of these, and Gerard Gallant's gone because there's nothing you can do about the players, unfortunately. Like, like there's really nothing you can do. There's a ton of no-movement clauses. It's just not an easy solution, and the easy thing to do is to get rid of the coaching staff. And so I think that's definitely on the table. The season is quickly, quickly getting away from the Rangers. It really is, and... You know, if, if you make a change, there's enough time to turn it around. But that change needs to happen quickly. Something drastic needs to be done because they're just going through the motions. And 
you know, it, it's embarrassing what, what they're doing. It really is. I mean, to lose to the Blackhawks after you lost to, to, to the Senators the night before, after all the bullshit before. I mean, you lost to the Devils, the Oilers. They've been playing terrible lately. I, I mean, they've been absolutely awful, really all season. You know, that, that it's funny, you know, that one Lightning game, the open night Lightning game was kind of the one sort of last glance look at last year's team. That, that, that first lighting game, so that was like your last sort of like look into the 2022 Rangers. But the 2023 Rangers, and I say that, you know, the 22-23 Rangers this season, it's nowhere even close to that. It, it's the, the exact opposite of what we saw last season. It's done. I said this weeks ago, like, you that last season team, throw it out the window. It doesn't even exist anymore. And it's not coming back. Like, if they just perform well, it, it's got to be a new version completely. Also, Yara Halak is just not a good backup goalie. Not a good backup goalie. Uh it, it, it's far down on the list of issues, but he is not someone that you can trust. And here again, he just, he's just, he doesn't look comfortable. You know, I know he played well the other night against Ottawa, but he's not a good backup goalie. And yeah, the, the struggles continue. It's, it's, it's bad. I mean, it is really bad for this team right now. I don't know where it goes from here, but something needs to be done because this is just, it, it can't happen. This team had such high expectations and for them to play like this is completely unacceptable. They, there was a, tra- uh, a transaction today where they sent down Zach Jones, and he hadn't been playing well. I don't like Libor Hayek, and so I guess Hayek is now kind of in. Ben Harper was called up uh, as a depth defenseman. He's a former Ottawa Senator and Nashville Predator. And they also called up Johnny Brzezinski. Wouldn't mind getting Johnny Brzezinski in the lineup, honestly. Uh, can't be any worse than, like, Ryan Carpenter, for example. Uh, you know, in terms of fourth line centers, if we're going to compare them, but yeah, the Rangers, they, they, I, I guess I'd say the first two minutes were good, but then right two thirty eight in it's a goal by Reese Johnson from McCabe and Kachuk. And so one of thing Blackhawks right there and the Rangers first period was not, well, you know what? I guess in thinking back on it, their first period was probably their best period. And it really was in the moment. It really wasn't all that good. Uh, and the, the Rangers, Chris Kreider takes just a needless penalty, interference penalty on Kreider, 1131. Rangers, it's the one penalty the Rangers do kill. And then a delay game penalty on Peter Morazic, the Blackhawk goalie, to no avail because the power play was awful. They did score a power play goal tonight, but the power play was bad. And in the second period, you have a fight between Jacob Truba and Jujar Kara. If you remember last season, Truba had a big hit against Kara in Chicago. So a little bit of revenge there. They get into a fight at 322. Then at 617, uh, Seth Jones roughs Capo Caco. To no avail as Zabanajet takes a slashing penalty before that before the range of power plays out. And then Ryan Carpenter, just a terrible hooking penalty on Ryan Carpenter. What are you doing? And so it's five on three, and Patrick Kane has a big, big night. Patrick Kane. Really, Patrick came in and Max Domi, but especially Kane. He scores his fourth of the season from Taves and Jones at 837. Then on the five on four, Max Domi scores his eighth from Jones and Kane. So it's a 3 0 Blackhawk lead just like that. And then Kachuk hooks Sabanajad at 1046. Parapley does nothing. And then you have a big hit by Jacob Truba on Athanasiu. And Taves goes in to fight Truba at 17-13. And then uh, Barkley Goodrow gets into a fight with Connor Murphy. We saw those Truba and Goodrow fight last night against the Senators. 
And as Trouba is leaving the ice to go into the dressing room, Trouba th- throws his helmet in the direction of the bench and yells at them. And I think it was, you know, let's fucking wake up. The Rangers do. The Rangers get a power play out of this, and they do score. Zabanajad scores his thirteenth from Fox and Panarin at seventeen fifty one. So the Rangers do score a goal. They're trailing three one heading into the third, but then Jacob Truba comes out of the box after the fighting major, and it's a hooking penalty on Jacob Truba. And of course, and like I said, while I give Truba credit for some of the leadership, I guess. His play on the ice was putrid again. And the Blackhawks score a power play goal. Taylor Radish, his seventh of the season from Kane and Domi at 446. It's 4-1 Blackhawks. Then in the third, you get a coincidental minors on Barkley Goodrow and former Ranger Colin Blackwell at 1546. The Rangers pull the goalie, and so in essence, it's a 5-on-4, and they score. Kreider, his 12th from Zabanajad and Panarin who, you know, Panarin continues to just put up useless points. I mean, talk about a guy who, who puts up points but does absolutely nothing, Artemi Panarin. It's 4-2. And then uh, it's an empty net goal by the Blackhawks. Max Domi, his ninth goal of the season, his second goal of the night from Dickinson and McCabe. Blackhawks win it 5-2. And, yeah, a, a, a piss-poor performance from the Rangers. It happens again at Madison Square Garden. And it's just disappointing. You know, the the, the kids are, are not getting it done. And they're really not getting much ice time, but they're not getting it done. It's just, a, it's a mess right now. And hopefully this is rock bottom, but who the hell knows? Changes need to happen. What those are going to be, will they happen? Who knows? But something needs to be done because if it stays like this, they're going nowhere fast. They're going nowhere fast. So again, another embarrassing effort. Rangers lose it 5-2 to the Blackhawks. Let's see... If they can top this one when the St. Louis Blues come to town.